0: Hello everybody, my name is Holly. I'm going to be joined on this podcast today with Carl. Carl, do you want to say hello? Hello. Um, So basically this podcast is just going to be two people discussing how COVID has affected their mental health. Both myself and Carl are um, older young people, you can say. Uh, I'm 21. I'm 18. And, you know, during COVID and, you know, lockdowns, restrictions and things like that, I think for a lot of um, young people or young adults there's been a toll on a lot of people's mental health um, so that's just got what we're going to be discussing today
1: uh, So Holly, how have you been during Covid, like, what's the story what's your mental state like?
0: You know what I, I think Carl it's a bit up and down because mm. you know, you're getting times where you're watching the news and you know, you think that there's a bit of hope that things are going to be open, things are going to return to normal, and then, you know, you get another update a while later, and it's saying no, that was all just, yeah, all just a load of waffle, nothing's changing or anything mm. like that. Um, I think as well, social media doesn't help. There's a lot of um, a lot of negativity surrounding social media. A lot of people, you know, just coming up with these things out of nowhere about covid and about restrictions and you know I've heard some mad rules being made up that like you know you're not allowed like even outside your garden whereas that that wasn't the thing you know you are you are allowed to walk up and down the roads or whatever and I think a lot of people are looking at this and they're getting worried and they're getting scared and they don't know what to think and I was one of those people because I was seeing things on social media and then I was seeing government announcements and I was saying well I should be listening to the government but everyone on social media is saying another thing and then you'd have you know the anti-vaxxers and things like that and conspiracy surrounding covid and you know you don't know what to be thinking Mm. and you want to be positive but it's in a lot of this negativity Mm. and it's like right well where does your mind walk you know so what about yourself
1: Uh, just it's all about confusion with me really because we don't know what's going to happen next Uh, that's that's what i'm thinking of uh, at one point we are getting out of lockdown, things were going back to some type of normality and then next thing you know we're back in a lockdown and uh this is just before my birthday, like when it all started and uh, then you know during October when it was my birthday, I just completely locked down, I wasn't able to do anything. Uh and that affected my mental health as well throughout school as well. Uh, so so gave me leaving certain results was predicted grades, and uh went into college and then when i was doing my college course I, I didn't have the passion for it as i would if it was actually inside the college so uh, then we just decided to drop out then so that's bad, it?
0: yeah and it's a lot of people it's, it's a big thing that people don't think about is college students mm. and i think with the leaving cert as well when the first lockdown happened you would have been in fifth year yeah. and then when it came to sixth year the leaving cert was supposed to go ahead as normal Whereas these fifth year students like yourself had missed a year of school and only the other six years were really kind of only the other six years were taken into account mm. when it came to um their grades and when it came to, you know, walking things out like a a solution yeah. to the problem. Uh college students, the fees didn't drop. Mm. I had to pay full fees to sit at home. Um I'm in minute at the moment, studying community in New York and I'm um, in mean my second year. I was lucky enough to be able to do placement in person. Mm. Um, but other than that, you know, sitting at home for the half of the year just wasn't for me. wasn't mm. for me at all.
1: Yeah. And uh, did that, did that um, affect you? Like, during like, your whole education, did you feel like at one point you wanted to leave your uh, college?
0: Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. I was behind on assignments because, you know, a lot of... Another thing that was kind of looked past was families living in crowded conditions yeah. and unfortunately i live in a two-bedroom flat with six people and mm. uh, i share a bedroom um with two sisters and a baby you know so it, yeah. it was sitting there and my younger sister was also in university so she was doing online classes i was doing online classes yeah. you know and then i was thinking god will i just let whole go and i'll drop out or you know things like that now turns out she deferred for the year but then even then, with a new baby in the house and things like that it was it was a lot, mm. and overcrowded houses and you know big families, I don't think they were talked about enough. I don't think they were talked about enough at all because mm. you know i couldn't find a room yeah. I couldn't find a room to sit there from ten to five on mm. a laptop with headphones in even uh my mom was on meetings, she had to have a room to sit in with headphones in to do a meeting, you mm. know it just wasn't. I just don't think it was okay at all, and now luckily, I'm still here, you know. and yeah. Um, I'm going on to here now, but you know, there's been news that we're going to be on campus, yeah. and I think that's that's, that's a big hope. thing. Exactly, yeah. yeah that's yeah. the word hope. Yeah. That you know maybe that's the future. We can yeah. continue. You know, and um, but how about yourself? Because you don't even leave inserts. Yeah, doing I'm, I'm this. just I've
1: uh, all my leaving there, uh, basically. I, I thought I was gonna be able to do the exams. Mm. And then um just just basically coming up to it. The predicted grades were just set in and they were set in stone. Uh, so then at that point because it was up to the teachers then, it w I wasn't really the best job in school. Yeah. Uh, but you know, that's when I was worried that I would get into my college but uh, then just the whole kind of interviews came in I through the college and got mm. in through my interview. Uh, so that's one point, but then going back to the level cert. Uh, going back to the level cert. Then uh, I was, I was worried like, what's going to happen next? Like, am I going to have to redo the whole year? Am I going to have to? uh like, I, there was no like definite answer. So that's that's me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and see when you are in school, hmm. like what was that like? Because I wasn't on campus. What was that like to have to have? A, a mask on. To have to have a visor on for mm. the one-way systems to happen. What like? What did you do at lunchtime? Did you get to leave the school? Like what? I I keep wondering what was that like to have such a switch in that school environment.
1: Yeah, it was like it was near enough a prison. Like you couldn't you couldn't take a mask off like nearly anywhere in, yeah. in the school. Like and the the breaks would be cut down into like halves. So we'd usually get like a 20 minute break, then an hour break. Yeah. But then I went to a 10 minute break and a half hour break. So then we're kind of just all outside. So the seniors would have been outside in, in one group, but then we still had to isolate. And then the juniors would have to be up in their classes. Yeah. And then when, when the seniors go back up, the juniors go down. And uh, it's all the block classes, and they're just staying in the one class all day. You know, and it's it's it just gets pretty oh. annoying at one point.
0: And just talking about school and things like that, I'd assume that the activities and, you know, after school activities weren't happening. Yeah. Um, and I know there was a lot of closing with different activities and hobbies and things like that Mm. Um, like with football you know people weren't allowed to do it and then like I remember my dad didn't know where to be looking in the house with Mm. you know five other girls because the football wasn't on the telly he didn't you know he didn't know what to be doing so how did you you find that because you're quite an active person yourself
1: yeah because I play football myself now and then as soon as the football went it was kind of like I was lost at one point I just didn't know what to be doing with myself because I would always watching the football and then uh, I was coaching as well with Usher Celtic and um, then it just it all went away for about five months or something like that and um, then that stopped me with my coaching and education and then it just couldn't made me there was a bit of passion for the game of love.
0: Sorry. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm not knocking the bottle of water off the table. <laughs> no, on, so, so, just ask him again. Um, ask him again. Just, just take him into it again. Like yeah. It. Right, okay. Sorry, that was. Relax. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> right. And then I'd say in schools as well that the activities, you know, after school activities and hobbies and things like that had to stop. Um, like due to COVID, because I seen it myself. Like, um, with me dad, you know, he watches the football all the time, mm. and he was sitting there in the house. Say, four girls, five girls, didn't know what we're like, what world to be looking at. You know, mm. there was a lot of um, there was a lot of talking then going on in my house. You know, we don't, <laughs> we wouldn't talk to each other a lot. We'd all be doing our own things. Um, so how did you find that? You know, because you're quite active yourself.
1: Yeah, I play football myself now, and as soon as soon as I went, it was kind of just like a gap, and. There was nothing else I wanted to do because even then the other sports that I was I was doing at the time I would have been put on halt. Uh, even when I was doing coaching with Usher Celtic at the start of the uh, year before COVID hit, and um, it just got put on halt, and then um, it, it just it just hurt me in that sense because it was damaging my education and uh, damaging my progress to become a coach, and uh, so. I was lost basically. I didn't know what to be done, and then, then, just waiting for some type of football to be played. Like everyone was watching that uh, the German leagues when it came back on, every single person, yeah. and uh, then, just when when it all started coming back, then it was like, alright, so football is coming back, and then in Ireland I still wouldn't, wouldn't have been able to play, and still still under a very harsh lockdown so
0: yeah uh, um and i'd say as well like your fitness levels probably would have dropped you yeah. know if you weren't keeping up i know a lot of people are doing ten thousand steps challenge yeah. or you know they were doing their 70k in a month kind of challenge so did you you know get into anything like that to you know replace the football um uh,
1: to be completely honest with you no i didn't we, we tried to keep fit going out on runs and all that kind of stuff, but then at one point we I, we I dropped, I just dropped it all, and uh, we stopped going out on my runs, stopped going out, and then we just turned to the well, to the play the an Xbox, and then watching Telly and eight and field and then it put me in a bad place. Like you're in your house on your own, mm. and then uh, it just—it's easy to do. It's easy to do, exa- exactly. easy to, do yeah. to
0: pick up that Xbox remote yeah. instead of saying, you know what, I'll, I'll turn on, on the Fitbit and I'll get those ten thousand steps in. Yeah. It's too easy. Yeah especially with everything closed it's it's way too easy yeah um sure i used to swim a lot Mm. and um i i didn't realize that my swimming levels could have dropped you know the fitness levels when it came to swimming and i had seen you know all over the place that everyone was doing sunrise swim so me and my friend says right we'll go out to i think it was the Vico bats and we says you know we'll go out and we'll do a bit of a swim there was supposed to be a lunar, a solar eclipse, whatever it was. So he says, oh, it'd be lovely, you know, real uh, yeah. swimming under the sun and all, yeah. you know. Um. so we went out and anyway, and the water looked a bit rough. And I had said to myself, I'm a swimmer. I'm, I'm a good swimmer, you know. Yeah. Um. Then I went, jumped into that water and I came out black and blue because I could not swim in that water. I yeah. couldn't swim in the sea. And it was only that my friend was in the water as well. And she was able to pull me to the ladder. Yeah. I, thought I, was, I thought I was dead. Yeah. I, I sat there. In, I, the way I was coming off my head. My body went into, you know, that cold shock. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do. And yeah. I couldn't catch my breath. And I couldn't move my arms or legs. And I thought to myself, right, this is it. Uh, you know, and only my friend was there to grab my arm and put me on that ladder. Yeah. Who knows what would have happened? And I didn't realize that my fitness levels would have dropped when it came to swimming and things like that. So... Yeah. I'd say you you are dead going back to football, you know, doing yeah. training. I'd say i say that four week absolutely knocked you.
1: Yeah, because uh, we started back in April, like going back into doing like you know the pod training that we are doing. Yeah. Even then, we weren't allowed to touch off each other. It'd be, one day me, two me at distance. We'd be halfway across the pitch, pass the ball to each other. It was pointless. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, we'd be doing runs, and then I'd be halfway down the pitch, and I'd be sweating buckets. Yeah. So like it's. The fitness level, it just changed completely. And then, um... Then once... Once we kind of got back into somewhat... Normality, playing games with the, the rest of the club. like Yeah. Still, now, tackling or... Nothing like that. It was kind of like a new football in a way. Yeah. Uh, and the new rules coming into play and all this. But then... The club that I'm in... That's not what, I, what we're about. We're about football. Like, yeah. the proper football. Uh, and, uh... We we didn't we didn't, you know, follow the rules to be honest with you and then we just we just stopped then. Yeah. Because we we knew at one point we we're gonna get stung, so we just stopped the training completely yeah. then so Yeah.
0: Well, like when it comes to the rules and things like that, it's it's difficult not to break them. Hmm. It's difficult not to say, Do you know what, I'm gonna pull that mask down over my face while I'm sitting on the bus. I've done it. I say a lot of people have done it and you see it a lot as well and then when it came to it was mad it was like one person from each household uh, plus one dog and one cat can all meet do you know what I mean it's like come on like seriously if you know it was like uh, the way I saw it was like all or nothing you can't say two people from a household can meet like two more people from a different household I live in flats you walk out you're seeing your neighbors we all called ourselves a bubble the whole of my flat complex called ourselves a bubble because we saw each other every day. The kids played in the flats. The adults were congregating on the balcony and things like that. Yeah. You'd knock in your neighbor for um, milk or sugar or whatever yeah. you needed because yeah. that's the community we live in. Mm. We live in such a close knit community. And when it came to, you know, you're not even allowed to look at your neighbor anymore, it's like, well, that's it's not really going to happen though, is it? You know, yeah. well, that's, that's your community. Dear your neighbors, you've spent so long building those relationships. Mm. You're not just going to, especially in, in flats. Yeah. Um, you're not just going to sit there and not look out your window in case somebody accidentally waves at you and, and, and gives you something, you know? Yeah. Um, but, like, how do you feel looking at other countries? Because I had watched a YouTube video of a man and he travelled mm. and he is from the UK and he went to Stockholm Sweden mm. and they never had to wear a mask in there. Yeah. They never had to wear a mask on the street. He met a fan over there and you know they were walking around together and things like that and he was saying that the nightclubs were still open because technically you could hold a private event for up to like 150 people so there you go 150 people private event get the tunes pumping there's a nightclub you know there there was ways around everything and not once did they wear a mask and there was a big spread in COVID, and then it dropped because that they just kept living the normal life so what 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 where do you think Ireland is going with this? Like, what do you think is the next step for Ireland? Because yeah. to me, at the moment, it looks like a shambles.
1: Yeah, for me, it looks like a shambles as well. You just you really don't know what's going to happen next because, uh, as the teacher said, the hospitality is now on hold now. Uh, for, I don't know how long it takes, a few more weeks now, mm. anyways. but still, like, for the likes of pubs and restaurants, other businesses like that, uh, you know, they... They had it worse than any other any yeah. other shop, and like even for barbers as well. For them to be like locked down and completely out out of their business, you know, it affects so many people. And uh, as you said, over in sw- like Sweden, mm. I'd say like everything over there was still open. You know. Yeah. What I mean? and uh, now mask aunt, So, where are we going wrong? What's what's what could we do better? You know, what can the are we Looking at different countries and saying, "Why aren't we doing this method?" and why are we still in probably one of the harshest lockdown in the world still? So it's it's just very very confusing. You just really don't know what's going to happen next. So
0: and like 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 what you were saying it like it, it is confusing and i don't think the government themselves know what they're doing and it might sound like a harsh thing to say but i don't i think that every time you know there's like you were saying earlier hope you are you you're looking for hope and they're giving it and they're just snatching it back just as quick you know i feel like you know that the ringleaders are in a circus and you know the rest of the world is uh, is an audience and they're watching Ireland and they say oh what are you going to do now what's mm what's the next trick you know close them bars you know close them restaurants Uh, i seen an article about a man and he couldn't afford to buy his children back to school clothes Like he couldn't afford the uniform because his business had closed and you know where's the grants and funding for that there's not many that i've seen being advertised i know they have the pandemic unemployment payment but for this man like what what can he do if yeah. he's getting that payment trying to keep pay pay his rent yeah. for his business while also trying to provide for his family how how does that work yeah. it's i i don't know i i see a lot of them um, you know memes are quite popular these yeah. days and you see a lot of them and it's i wouldn't have i wouldn't have thought this could have happened yeah. if you told me in 2018 that this would be the world we live in in 2020 2021 mm. who knows how much further it's gonna go yeah. i think of my niece she's two now yeah. you know her life is queuing for shops yeah. she doesn't know that we ever went out without a mask yeah she doesn't know that we ever went out with like maybe booking tables you could walk into places yeah. she doesn't know that you could do all this she doesn't know that you didn't need a vaccine to travel mm. these are things everyday life things that there's going to be a lot of people that like these masks aren't gone. yeah these masks aren't gone because it's a choice yeah and now that people know that you can wear masks and it could potentially save you from anything yeah you're guaranteed whether the government say do you know what you don't need them they never done anything there's still going to be people with masks and yeah. there's still going to be then the younger generations children asking questions and saying but why why you know mm. or it's normal to them like why aren't you wearing a mask yeah. you know my niece does put the mask on her head and you're like and she knows she's only two but she knows that yeah. you know this is this is the world that this is we're living in yeah, yeah. and I, I I don't know what like what to be thinking for the future yeah. I want to travel I can't sit still yeah. I love to travel and it doesn't look like it's going to happen without a vaccine
1: yeah and at that things just uh, what are you were saying about the vaccine like, some people don't want the vaccine. Mm. Like, and going on to that point, then, if someone doesn't want the vaccine, how are they supposed to travel if... Exactly. You know, and t- talked about the COVID test, what if they're, like, completely just out of it, they, they don't want to know about COVID. If they don't want the COVID test and they say, want to travel, you know, it's just... In a way, it's just going to lock us down even harder. Because mm. then they're saying, we need a vaccine to travel and all this kind of stuff. And it, it, it's... Getting ridiculous at this stage in my opinion
0: yeah no no but i had said it at one point i said you know what we are going to be in lockdown for years yeah we are and this was at the start of 2020 no it's only eight weeks it's only eight weeks and i said no we're going to be in lockdown for a long while but what they're going to do is give us that hope that you are you know we've, we've said that word a few times give yeah. us that hope give everyone that hope yeah. and then you know people start cooperating Mm. oh well you know what i won't you know do this because i won't like uh, like me with hairdressers i was like no i won't see someone who's doing it on the sly illegally it's only a week do you know what i mean then you get to the end of that week and it's like oh well no we're going to extend it again and we're going to extend it again and again and it's just a circle it's just a circle of extending carl think of it we weren't allowed out of are two kilometres.
1: Yeah, no, it's It's crazy to think. Like, I couldn't go down to be nanny or something like yeah. that. It's, even think about that. Like, no one, like, no young person can go and visit the nanny without being like, scolded by the guards. Like,
0: yeah, exactly. Like, like,
1: checkpoints and all that. It's just ridiculous.
0: Couldn't go out with a two kilometre yeah. radius. And it's funny to think that, you know, they thought the government had said, Do you know what, uh, you know, we'll give them a, a 5k now like seriously yeah. do you know what I mean oh we'll give them a 20k now yeah. and there was people being stopped yeah. there was people being arrested and there was people having to get out with our cars and get into the back of a police car yeah. before visiting their grandparents or whatever yeah. like we're travelling Um, my granddad had passed away yeah. a few days ago and we, and he, he my family's from Manchester and we yeah. can't go over to see him and we haven't been to see him in a year yeah. you know and you, we didn't get that good boy yeah. you know so it's it, it isn't free and then if you do go and travel i've seen a lot of videos and things like that on social media and you're being you have to pay i think it's two and a half grand yeah. before you get on a flight from torquay you have to pay that money to get into that to be able to get onto that flight yeah. so torquay basically basically in simple ways torquay rings ireland and ireland says well no don't let them on that flight until they give till they pay this money to this hotel so they can quarantine yeah. and have you seen the conditions of the hotel
1: yeah well, you seen a few videos on the notes like the food that you gave us like, it's like scraps it's yeah like, like you are just given scraps like and then yeah in that room for uh, two weeks and uh, the quarantine thing even in Ireland down and beside the airport you seen a few videos of uh, like people just walking out just getting yeah. sick of it and then just saying like, I'm off and then who knows what happened to them next like, they probably got arrested yeah just for walking out of like their own country in a way it's
0: like I've seen I, I have a friend okay yeah. and she was in Turkey and she came home yeah. now her and her am were over there for medical reasons they were able to appeal you know their quarantine and they were allowed to leave the hotel after two hours but the thing is that they had negative PCR tests from mm-hmm. being over there they had everything they needed all the documents and they had got off the flight. Mm. They were marched through Dublin airport. Um, they were all gathered up and brought by the army on a bus to this hotel. Mm. And she said that if you weren't Irish, you are allowed to walk through the airport. You were allowed to walk out of that airport and that wasn't a bother. And I think it's all about money because if they didn't want you to travel, they would stop the flights, yeah. but they know if you do travel, <laughs> travel travel yeah. you're coming back and you're gonna give two and a half grand to a hotel yeah you know that's that's what you're doing and it's two and a half grand for nothing really exactly it, yeah because
1: they're just in, in that room and they are just there, getting there like playing like bread and water and all like you don't yeah. you don't yeah don't get any luxuries like whatsoever
0: then look at mental health yeah. in that room
1: yeah where are you going from
0: there exactly Yeah, you're looking at four watts yeah it, it's it's right back to the beginning yeah this horrible beginning that everyone was talking about, where you mm. couldn't leave at two kilometres, and now you can't leave your hotel room. Yeah.
1: Where,
0: where is where is the logic? Where is yeah. the end? And where is the hope?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where is, is that any... hope? No. You know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. at this point, there is no hope. Like there is hope, but then again, once there is some type of hope, as you said earlier on, it gets snatched away from us mm. just as quick. So, uh, even as you were saying about the mental health, just. For them people to be in the like the hotel room, who knows what what they could be thinking? Like, yeah. they probably have a family at home wondering where they are, and you know they had to they had to just deal with that in a way. They had to deal with them being inside a hotel room, saying like, "Really, I'm in here for two weeks. Yeah, what else can I do? It's it's just it's crazy in my opinion."
0: And I seen I had also seen another vi- video um, sourcing around social media and things like that and. Um, there was two men and they had you know been put into this hotel room they had you know all necessary documents and things right. like that and they ended up walking out and as they were walking out they were just talking about their experience mm. and they had said that when they rang and said that they felt suicidal in the hotel room when they felt that their mental health was deteriorating in that hotel room mm. they were given sleeping tablets as if it's gonna help yeah as if it's you're gonna take a sleeping tablet let's say wake up you're still gonna be looking at those four walls you're yeah. still gonna be sitting there in a room with your pal yeah. do you know what i mean like i just i i like i share a room mm. and even <laughs> imagine not being able to leave the room with all my sisters like we'd come out killing each other yeah, yeah. you'd come out you wouldn't even know your own name yeah. because there's nothing to do there's nothing to stimulate the brain mm. There's no nutrition being given. You know, what's your... Rec- rec- what's the word? Recreational activities. Yeah, 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 recreational. Is to walk around for 15 minutes. Yeah. And I seen in another video, because like that, social media plays a big part in spreading all this. Yeah. There was another video and as these two people were leaving the hotel, they had showed the video of where you are allowed to go out and stretch your legs. Yeah. And there was this man jogging and it, it couldn't have been... It was half the size of a schoolyard. Yeah. Half the size of a schoolyard that ye was jogging around. Yeah. You know, because that's all the space he had. Mm. Blocked in, like something out of orange, is the new black, yeah. you know, it was it's absolutely like a prison. nothing. Yeah. 100% exactly yeah. like a prison.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think that, you know, it's it's not fair. Mm. It's not it's fair. Like and, you know, it's great for everyone in the doll being able to go and collect their paycheck and, yeah. you know, sit inside and they're able to do all these things. But yeah. for some people, that's not the reality. Yeah. You know, it, by the... Some people are, do you know what, saying, do you know what, I am going to go away. Yeah. And I'm going to do this for my mental health. I went away twice during, during all this. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, like that, I sat there and my college was online. Yeah. Fair enough. I done it in Lanzarote. You yeah. know, I, I brought the iPad, I sat there and I done it in Lanzarote and yeah. nobody knew any different. Yeah. And we had to pay €100 Euro to get onto the flight. Yeah. As, as well as everything. Then we had to pay €140 Euro to get back onto the flight. Yeah. Um, quarantine and everything like that for the two weeks mm. we done it all yeah. and we were lucky enough because the day we came back we got the bus home from dublin airport because we were terrified to get a taxi yeah because apparently the guards were stopping people giving them 500 euro fines for yeah. leaving the airport for going into the airport yeah are we cattle in a yeah, fair?
1: exactly because
0: yeah. that's what it feels like
1: yeah and as you were saying about the guard either Do you know after you were given the uh the phone what what would happen when they tell it to go home with it or would they just let it go on like so?
0: And that's where what I'm saying about money is coming in. Yeah. You know, and it has you raising these questions. Yeah. How's you talking about these things? Because you know, where's the middle line? Yeah. And that's and that's the question. Mm. Is, is that is, is it line? all for money? Yeah. You know? Is and it all a
1: money scam to get us out of this recession? Exactly,
0: exactly. And yeah. that's the question. Yeah but you know it's you can talk about it and we'll never know yeah and that's i think one of the main things is that we won't know yeah is it a scheme is it a hoax is covid real do we know Um, i don't think we will know because it's not gonna come out in 20 years that was fake the history books wouldn't allow that you know what i mean it it wouldn't and that's the thing we as regular people won't know
1: yeah i believe there is a word but i don't believe that as you were saying, social media how it portrays it, we don't believe it is as dangerous. We do believe if elderly people get it or uh, mm. people who are like are, you know prone to yeah m- more effects of it, it will damage them more. But in a way, is it really like as life-threatening as social media portrays? Yeah,
0: and look, what was it November twenty? No, it was November twenty nineteen, yeah. and we were watching people in China drop dead on the streets. Yeah. Drop dead, I say dead, using. Yeah. Quotation marks because that's too. what it looked like, yeah. and now it's all around the world. And you know, I know, I know people who had that and Paralyze. really had a symptom, yeah, you know. And yeah. then it, it kind of goes back to what you were saying about protecting the elderly. But yeah. everyone is giving out on social media about young people, and yeah. it's it, now you're asking the question, Well, what can they do exactly? Like what can they do up
1: for too long,
0: exactly? Yeah. And it's you know fair play to young people i think they've had it really bad because they've been keeping inside not allowed leave the 2k not allowed leave the 5k to protect other people to protect other people and that's great yeah that's great that a lot of people could comply comply to that and that you know they were able to follow the rules and things like that but you know they've nothing for themselves
1: yeah Nothing for the young people to do it's Exactly. Yeah.
0: And now you're seeing, you know, oh, young people are congregating in Stephen's Green. Yeah. It's an it's an outdoor park. Yeah. It's it's an outdoor park. I do I do think that you know, there is an issue with age and alcohol. Yeah. W- in regards to like the likes of Stephen's Green yeah. or down what's it uh St. Temple- William Street, is South that William what it is? or Street Temple Bar, yeah. yeah. It's you know, that guards aren't gonna see um, Like you're 18, I'm 21, yeah. we're allowed to drink. Yeah. Um, there's rules contradicting themselves because you're not allowed to drink consume alcohol in public. But now you can consume alcohol within 100 yards or is it meters from where you bought it. So yeah, it's, it's, where did, what, what are the guards going to decide to follow today? Yeah. Are you allowed to consume the alcohol? Or are you are not allowed to consume the yeah. alcohol? What mood are you feeling yeah. that's that's the way i feel like the guards are walking and i feel like it's a lot easier for a 15 and a 16 year old to be able to mix in with those big groups yeah. and buy an agna vodka in the shop with that sister's fake id yeah. and to be able to go to temple bar go to south william street go yeah. to Stephen's Green, and to be able to be in there with crowds yeah. and not get caught for underage drinking yeah. and i feel like if places do start to open up soon you're still going to have a lot of that Well, I'd be going to a club if it opens. I'd say you'd be going to a club if it opens. So these 15 and 16-year-olds are going to be left to do without being able to hide between older people. And then they'll start to get caught and the rowdiness will start to you know, die down and things like that. I think it's a a step-by-step process. But if you're not going to open indoor dining for people who aren't vaccinated, if you're not going to open pubs and clubs for 25-year-olds, then how can you expect this rowdiness to stop? How can you expect... You know, young people to say, oh, do you know what? No, we've been out last week. We're not going to do it this week. You're going to do it this week. What else are you doing? Exactly, yeah. Like, up until the start of June, you couldn't go to gym. You couldn't swim. You couldn't do a lot of things. Yeah. You're going to go out. Exactly. If I was their age, I'd be going out. And I say a lot of people are like that as well. And I I do understand that jumping on top of taxis, attacking delivery drivers. But you can't pin it all on young, like you can't pin every single thing on. The youth. Young people. Exactly. Yeah because and especially generalizing it and saying oh young people are reckless yeah no it's certain people yeah like let's say for example you jumped on top of the taxi yeah i didn't yeah but the media i was portrayals. i was around the corner from you yeah. and there was a video of me around the corner does that mean i jumped on the taxi no yeah. so you know but then you get the the guards and I don't know what they're doing in the middle of this because they're never there when you, like they're never in the middle of this chaos yeah, yeah, yeah. but then a family is getting illegally evicted from the house mm. and the guards are there to make sure that they're not causing any trouble yeah. you when know a mother and a father and, and their two kids getting yeah. evicted from their home and the guards are there you know waiting for something to happen to get yeah. a bit of action or whatever yeah. and then there's a gang on O'Connell Street having a knock and there's nobody there to stop it to mediate it, to stop yeah. it yeah. yeah so I don't know i don't know the future for this i don't yeah. know what's gonna happen next i suppose yeah. we can only sit and wait for the shit show that is ireland <laughs> COVID. Yeah. because that's all it is it's a shit show and yeah. i seen a map and it was um it was gas it was green
1: oh yeah I seen did it you see one. it yourself yeah. it was green yeah. and then
0: for everyone who doesn't know it was a green map of europe and ireland was red and yeah. it said Everything in green is...
1: Indoor our and all that kind of indoor
0: stuff. Indoor open. And then you just see little little red island sitting there. Island should be green yeah. <laughs> on that map. Yeah. It should be green. You know, that's that's what Ireland is. So yeah. we should be joining everyone on that map and we should be a green island. Yeah. You know, but like that, we're saying earlier, hope has yeah. been thrown around a few times. That's, exactly. yeah. that's what we can have. That's, yeah. I think, all we can have yeah. at the moment. Mm. Um. so I think we'll wrap that up now yeah, for I think we'll wrap it up, today Yeah. Uh. so thanks very much for that Carl no problem you. Chat.
1: Yeah, thank you and uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon you
0: yeah, might see us next week for another episode yeah. Yeah. thanks very much
1: no, thanks to you